everyone. This is Sharif Colbert, a.k.a. Life Coach ATL. Welcome to the You Are Dope podcast, where I am hoping to uplift, encourage, and enlighten while also having a little bit of fun. My podcast will be airing every other week, so please do check me out. Also, don't forget to be good to yourself, love on yourself, because you are a gift to the world. And remember, you are dope. talking about a subject that could be a little sensitive for people, but we found that it's really, really important to have this conversation. Um, and what we're talking about today is surviving the holidays. Um, the holidays can be tough for a lot of reasons, um, but especially if you've lost someone. So today, my two guests are two people that are like near and very dear to my heart and my soul, people that I love with all my heart, my older brother and my older sister, who have both suffered tremendous losses um, throughout the years. Um, and I want to applaud both of them for being able to come here and discuss this and for being brave and for being vulnerable. So I thank you both for being here. Uh, I know Taylor thanks you both for being here as well. So I'm going to introduce you guys. You guys can come on, talk a little bit about your story, and then we'll jump right into it, like how you're getting through the holidays or how you've gotten through the holidays. Andre, let's start with you. What's up, man? Tell the people who you are, where you at. Uh... I'm uh, Andre Colbert, uh, Omar's brother, uh, Taylor's uh, uncle. So tell us, man, I mean, tell us like, you know, I mean, you told us who you are already, but I mean, you know, tell us about your son. Tell us about the son that you, that that passed away. Talk to us about it. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, my son had a, uh, had a a rare brain disease. The name is so long. They, they kind of shortened it down to the Bathins disease. And the, what really happened is that he lost all functions that he, that he has. Like he, he, he couldn't see, couldn't eat, couldn't talk, couldn't walk. And that started from at about three years old when he had his first seizure. So pretty much making him paralyzed. It seems like, you know, so we've, uh, it was just an unfortunate uh, disease that happened. It's more of a, uh, what the doctor called it, it's like throwing a needle in a haystack because uh, a male and female have these uh, two like X chromosomes or something like that, that that are not supposed to link up and ours did. And so it's a very, very, very rare disease. And I asked him, was there like a hundred cases of it? And he's like, lower. <laughs> I was like, I don't even want to know. So he just pretty much told us that uh, it, it's going to take his life. So just love him, love him every day, and uh, just be there for him because they can't, they're not going to be able to fix it. And so you pretty knew that going him. into. I mean, you knew after the doctors told you, like you knew that Deb was not going to be around forever. Like yeah. Well, it took us it took us quite a few years to even find out what the disease was because they they didn't have anybody. Went to a team of doctors in Seattle. We went to. Anchorage doctors in uh, Alaska, and then we went to a, a Fairbanks doctors here. So three different hospitals couldn't figure it out. We just got lucky that some traveling doctor was going around doing um, scans of kids' brains and stuff like that. And he, we, we, we caught up with him, and he said, "If you guys want answers, I'm the one you want to talk to. Those guys can't do what I do." And we were surprised because one doctor found it, and he and a whole team of doctors in Seattle Children's Hospital. He just and made him look bad, but he, he completely, yeah, he, he got it. 
I got you, man. I got you. Hey, man, thank you for sharing that, man. We'll come back to you. Uh, we're going to jump into to Sissy right now. I call her Sissy. She's my sister. She's all of our older sister um, and Taylor's auntie, obviously. So uh, talk to us, Letitia. Who are you? <laughs> Hello, I'm Letitia Cobra from Fairbanks, Alaska, and I'm a kindergarten teacher on a military installation, a single mom of three. My son's name is Chancellor Fields Cobert. We call him Chance. And um, July 21st, while he was in Northern California, attending Sierra College, he was like a party for his um, teammate who was going to a D1 school and a teammate and a ex-football player from the school decided to invite their mean friends, I call them the mean guys, to the party. And they came to the party to, to destroy, to steal from the college boys. And um, they started shooting in the house and my son got out the house safely. But when he got to the car, his teammate who was driving, which is George, George wasn't there. So he went back to um, find George and got in a little confrontation and someone swung on him. He ducked and he was shot. Um, a person shot four times and the fourth one hit him in the, um, shot him in the, hit him in the back. And a couple of hours later, he passed away in the hospital doing surgery. They revived him once on the second time. Um, it couldn't happen. And here I am. Here you are. Here you are, man. And I appreciate you both for being here. And thank you again, both for just being vulnerable. Um, so, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a tough, tough, a little bit of a touchy subject, but I think that it's a necessary subject um, for other people as well to like heal and to find out like how they can survive the holidays. So Andre, do you remember like the first year after death's passing, like, you know, what holiday came first and how you handled that? Do you remember? Gosh, Omar, I can't remember. But when it does come to holidays, I just, for me to get over stuff, I have to not think about it. it, it it's it's just the way I deal with it, you know? I try to put it out of my mind, but there's not a day I don't go by and not think about them. Hell, it's not a day I don't go by thinking about chance, you know? It's just, I gotta keep that certain section of, of, of my thoughts Really, I, I really got to be fine with him because I can break down and I don't like doing that. So it's pretty much a touchy situation. So I don't bring it up ever. And that's kind of how I deal with it. So the holidays are really no different for you. I mean, it's just like every day. It's like you just out of sight, out of mind. You don't think you just try. You try not hard not to think about it. Yeah, I try, I try not to think about it. I mean, you, you can't stop your, your thinking, but I try not to think about it. And I definitely don't bring it out into to, to attention to other people like to talk about it. So I just go through the holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, kind of like how we did it before in life, you know, just got to move on, but don't forget. Move on, but don't forget. I got you. How about for you, sissy? It's funny because we were totally opposite. So everything that came up in that first year, I, I just thought about things differently. And I looked at it. He was 19, he can't do this. And I used to tell him, if anything happens to me, I need you to live your life. So Thanksgiving, I cooked his favorite foods. I think about the last Christmas that I had with him. We had mimosas, French toast, baked French toast. So I cooked the same meal that I cooked for his last Christmas, every Christmas now, for his birthday. I wear a t-shirt in honor of him and I celebrate with his friends. So every year, me and his close friends 
get together and we go to the Red Fox and we eat and we drink um, for, his, for his birthday, for his death anniversary. I'm usually traveling and I go to Sierra College and talk to his coach, coaches and teammates and cook them dinner. And last year, well, this year, the coach came to us. So that's how I do it for me. And I talk about him all the time because I think about him and Devin and talking about him helps me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, but this shit is hard. It's challenging, man. I mean, I think about my, my nephews like every day. I think about mom every day. Um, and for me, I know what helps me during that time is First of all, Andre, I'm a little bit like you as I like I isolate myself. Like, I don't really like to talk about it a whole lot. But then after I get out of my isolation period, it's like, no, I got to be around people. Like, I, I, that the energy from other people, like, really helps me out. Like, just being around good people really, really, really helps me tremendously. <laughs> because just sitting in my own thoughts, it's not too good for me to do that too long. <laughs> How about you, Taylor? Taylor, you've suffered some losses over the years as well. How do you deal with it? Healthy ways, Taylor. Healthy to other people. Healthy ways. Whoa. I'm at the crack. Um, um, I just surround myself around family, really. I mean, as much as I can because I'm at school. Um, but I mean, I was, no. I mean, I was really around family, like, every time that my our family members have passed. So it's like, it's just kind of been like, leaning on my family for support. And Taylor, I mean, I would say that you're probably like, <laughs> Taylor's a tricky one because, you know, she's my daughter. So when she's having a hard time, the first thing I want to do is like to hug on her and love on her and kiss on her. Like you, Andre. I don't really. She don't like all that. <laughs> she like, just get off of me, leave me alone. And it's hard because, you know, you want to be there for your baby, but she like, nah, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I just need time to like, go through it on my own before I start involving other people. Because, like, if I don't know how I feel, then how am I supposed to be like, uh, I need you, and I don't know how I feel myself. So, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Hey, so, was there anything or is there anything that have made the holidays better or worse for either of you, for Letitia or for Andre? Um, the, the holidays, uh, I believe, that to me, they're kind of kind of bad. They're, they're not as happy as it used to be because recently we, we lost our mom and and then we lost chance and we lost Devin. So it's a lot of it's a lot of death in the family. And then when holidays comes around, you know, it's just hard because the family hasn't been getting together like we used to. And a lot of I don't know, misunderstanding, miscommunications and stuff like that. So the the, the times that we've always been sacred to us and stuff, it's just kind of not being the same because we're just all doing different stuff and we're not really coming together as a family. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you lose your, your son, then you almost feel like you lose your family sometimes, but I'm sure we can get that back at point at some point. It's definitely a little, it definitely is hard. Christmas is the hardest, but other than that, you know, we'll figure it out though. How about you, Leticia? Well, during Christmas time, um, I still make sure that his sisters, Lorraine and Jaquel, get presents in his name. And 
and things like that. We talk about chance. We eat his favorite foods. We now, since mom passed, we wear family t-shirts. And so my niece comes over and my daughter and, and, and things like that. So our, our Christmas are really chill and everything. And they've always been. And so we just talk about like chance would be doing this. So our mom would be doing that and those kind of things. I think in that first year, some of the things that got to me was COVID being isolated. So when I'm stuck in the house and there's no communication and there's no one around that made it hard for me, you know, because I realized in my classroom, that first year of losing chance, God gave me this team of people in my building that comfort me. And so I had these little boys that used to just love on me, like I pop out of their seats and hug on me and things like that. And so when I had to be at home for those last nine weeks of school, and in the first year of losing chance, I realized like, oh my gosh, I needed that. And then my friends, the good thing about me, chance had a beautiful circle of people and they're known as his brothers now. And I'm known as their mom and auntie. And they called me, text me, shared on social media, um, those kind of things that helped me, you know. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Both of you, thank you for sharing that. How about you, T? I know that you had a really, 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 really tough time when Chance, when Chance, Chance was taken away from us. Like, what do you do during the holidays uh, to make it better or make it worse? Anything for you? Uh, I mean, I guess my answer is still the same. I'm surrounded by family, so. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Uh, <laughs> so, so one of the things that, like, that I've talked to my clients about and, like, that helps them, and you guys can speak on this if this helps you or not, is I always tell my clients to make a plan. Like, things are not going to be exactly how you want them to be during the holidays, but if you make a plan and those that plan is based around your needs and what you need, like who you want to see, who you don't want to run into, who, what parties will you attend? How are you going to get out of there? Like having a plan, like can definitely puts you back in the position of power. It's like, okay, I'm going to try to regain my power as much as possible. So creating a plan definitely helps my clients out with that. Have you guys ever done that? Like made a plan like, hey, look, this is what I'm going to do during this season. I, I really haven't. I, I, I work so much that I barely get a chance to think. So I, I haven't really done that at all. How about you, Sissy? I've always made a plan because that's just who I am. But I have noticed something this year that's going to be different. We have to, my dad asked us to go to Texas for Christmas. And it's not my home. It's not where my son was. It's not where Devin was. It's not where... My, my mom was. And so I am really working on keeping some traditions and some things because these I know in my home, I can look at different spots and say, oh, that's Chance. That's mom. That's Devin. And so I, I, I think I'm getting anxiety that I realized the other day that 
my dad's like, oh, people are coming over. And it's just like a part of me don't want that. I just want to be with my immediate family and chill because the rest don't get it. And so I find myself trying to protect that. Okay. Since I lost him, I've had had peace on my holiday. And and, and, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to protect your peace. And being out of the, your environment is like, hey, this isn't even in my environment that I and so yeah, that could I could see how that could definitely be challenging, like for real, for real. So and I'm not going because I want to go for me. I'm going because my dad's almost 80 years old, yeah. and I don't know how much longer he's gonna be here or if I'm gonna be here. Cause the tables could turn and God could throw us a curveball and it could be me. And yeah. so I want to be there to create those memories but it's still not comfortable for me because it's not my home. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Makes perfect sense. You know, one of the other things that, I mean, I, I try to tell people is, and this is, again, this is uh, (laughs) Andre, you and I can definitely relate on this is that we have inappropriate, (laughs) very inappropriate emotions at the wrong time. If y'all, you guys don't understand, like my brother and I, like we're really close, but we laugh at shit that's not supposed to be funny. We are <laughs> laughing at funerals. And I know for me, the reason why I do it is because I don't want to feel those sad emotions. I don't think that that's healthy. Actually, I know it's not healthy because my therapist told me this is not healthy, <laughs> but it's just my way of coping. Andre, why do you do <laughs> Why are you at funerals laughing? You tell me. Uh... I, it's never me. It's always you. Always, always whispering something funny. And half the time, I think everybody could hear what he's saying because he don't know how to whisper. And I'm like, and that just makes me laugh every time. But, but I mean, oof. I, you know how hard it is to keep a straight face with, with you next to you on a funeral? <laughs> Killing it. Andre, you're not even oh, quiet. He's you worse. either. <laughs> You're I'm, in the back I'm of quiet. me, and you're just nervous, and you're like, I can't feel it. I need more. <laughs> you cut out. I, I couldn't. What, what was that? You were like, I can't feel it. I need more. And then when the girls were singing, what is the song about? Why are they singing? <laughs> Man, they need to sit down. <laughs> They're embarrassing themselves. They're nice. Embarrassing. See, that, that was, that was, that was you. Doing that. that was me. <laughs> That was you. So one of the things that like that is so important that I am working on myself is that it's all right to feel those emotions. Like those emotions are there for a reason. You know what I mean? Like the people that I passed, like they meant something to us. So that is why it's okay to, to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel all of those emotions. And again, I'm working on that myself. So it's not easy. Like, it's really, really not easy. I know for me with mom, like, I just laugh and have good memories. And I think that's because we got closure with mom. You know what I mean? Mom was older. You know what I mean? And like, mom, like, lived her life. So when I think about her, I just think about her and she, 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 <laughs> as an adjective, a noun, a verb. And so those things just make me laugh and make me smile. Um, with Chance and Devin, I don't know. It's just easy. I just, I, it's, it's harder for me because I just feel like their lives, they got, their lives got cut short. And it just, it's like, damn, that's, they didn't, they didn't get to live their whole life. 
So that to me is just, it, it, it makes me sad. Um, and I'm trying to like, some like good memories with that, but it's not easy. That part is not easy at all. I think that's why I kind of struggle too. Cause like we live in Georgia. So I never really get to be around my aunties, uncles, my grandparents, my cousins and everything. So like definitely when I do, I definitely cherish it. So when I don't get to see you guys and then something happens, it's like, uh, I can only hold on to like so many like small memories, I feel like. But it's still memories all the same, but it's just like I wish I still had more time with like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how because the only time that we seem to like get together is then when it's a funeral. So I'm happy that we're actually going to Texas, uh, you know, to because there's no funeral, because that's the last time I saw everybody is at mom's funeral. What were you about to say, Dre? Oh, uh, I was gonna well, don't don't be saying that, man, which you just said, because we planned for the family reunion and a week before that. Cousin Buck died. So you, you don't want to be thinking that one anywhere. Throw that out the window. But uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, what's really, really hard is I, I found a camera with a bunch of pictures on there. And man, it was pretty rough. I mean, just my mom, my uncle, my son, a nephew. And it was a, this camera was pretty old. So it's got some backdated pictures on there. And I was like, Man, I knew that was going to be a bad idea looking through all those pictures. And it was. It was pretty bad for me. I kind of broke down a little bit. But, uh, I mean, like I said, it's okay to, to let it out. But it it's hard to see that stuff for me, you know? Yeah. How about you, Tisha? Is it hard for you to, like, to look at pictures and stuff? <clears throat> it probably depends on when and what's going on. So like when it's around his birthday time and I want to create a collage and I see pictures and I'm seeing his friends, it, it's, it's, it's challenging um, to, to look at them. And um, I've been advised or just been told that I should write a book to, to commemorate chance, but even writing the words, because in my situation where Andre gets closure with Devin and we all have, I feel like I have closure with mom. I haven't had closure with Chance because we haven't gotten trial. So um, with those things, so seeing pictures, I think birthdays are really, really hard because his friends are turning and they're getting older. And I just recently attended a wedding from one of his best friends and Chance if Chance was here, he would have been in the wedding. I didn't want to go to the wedding, and his sister didn't want to go. And she was really fighting me on it. And what I said to her was, you don't want to go because you know your brother should be there. How do you feel? How do you think they feel when they see us and Chance is not there with us? And it was hard to see his best friends up there as the, the, the groom and the groomsmen and Chance wasn't there. Those are the things that are hard for me. But I, I put my big girl underwear on and I push through it and I go. You okay. know? <laughs> Yo, so today I want to thank both my brother and my sister uh, for being vulnerable on here, for being bold, for being honest about their feelings and about, you know, this is a 
and this could be a tough, a, a tough subject. And the purpose of us doing is that I know that there's some people out there that are going through the holidays right now. It's going to have, it's going to be a tough time. Look, you got to remember to pace yourself. The holidays are hectic as it is. So remember to pace yourself. Remember to give yourself grace. Okay. You don't have to do it all right now. Shit, you don't have to do anything except for be good to yourself and have some good self-care. So I hope that you guys got some good jewels out of here. Um, I know the connection was a little bad, but, you know, hey, look, if you need any kind of assistance or help or anything like that, don't be afraid to ask a loved one to just tell somebody, hey, look, I just I need to be around somebody right now. Or, hey, I need my space right now. It's OK. Whatever emotions you're feeling, they are OK. All right. There is no perfect degree. There's no way to mourn everybody's on their own mission everybody's on their own journey but just remember to be good to yourself all right so again i appreciate y'all taylor you know i love you you know i think you dope as hell andre i think you dope sissy i think you dope as hell i love y'all and uh, i hope that you guys have an amazing holiday and just be good to yourself yo don't forget to tune in every other wednesday to the you are dope podcast in the meantime, in between time, be good to yourself because you are dope.